Hey, thanks for joining us today to hear about what's going on at The Gap at Sawmill Meadow in South Fork, Colorado. If you or someone you love is between the ages of 18 to 23 years old and is considering a Gap experience for whatever reason, these episodes are created for you so that you have an idea of what this program is all about. We welcome back Joshua today, who's part of Herd One, and today he shares how two of his mentors encouraged him to remove three words from his vocabulary. Take a listen to hear about what these words were and just to hear about the real authentic relationship that he and his mentors have cultivated with each other. Joshua, welcome back to the Be Who You Are podcast at The Gap That's All Mill. Thank you. Yeah, today it's um, October. Like, I think it's October the 14th. Or That's right, yeah. Something like that. You've been here now for four months. Yes. That is a really long time, actually. Yeah, it, it feels apt. I mean, <laughs> um, you don't have to edit it out, by the way. Okay, um, I won't. <laughs> I yeah, t- time time works in interesting ways, and <laughs> I'm still processing it all. But sure. four months sounds about right. Yeah, sometimes I wake up and, and I'm like, wait, it's only been four months, and other days I think, oh, wow, it's already been four months. So I think month five is where the existential terror will come in. <laughs> And that I'm editing out. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. 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 Um, no, Joshua, I wanted to have you on the podcast today for a lot of different reasons. But last night I was learning how to play backgammon finally with one of, with TJ and you were there drawing and we were listening to music and you had said something um, when you joined us, you had come downstairs cause you had just gotten off at a team meeting with both of your mentors at the same time. And you came down and you said, they just told me I had to remove three words from my vocabulary. Yes. And I was curious. So tell tell me about that. Yeah, so some context for what happened. Uh, schedules were kind of getting jumbled around. And ultimately, it ended up where I could meet up with both of my mentors on the same week. Because usually it's every other week mm-hmm. for, for them. and. Um, but I was like, Hey, we should, we should have a group call. I think that'd be a lot of fun. And it was with, uh, Drew and Steve. Uh-huh. And so we hop on the call. It's all great. Um, we started the conversation on what we kind of been learning about with mindful eating mm-hmm. and kind of how that, um, how, how you can draw parallels between that and the Bible. Sure. And so Steve he was telling me about how uh, I need to throw away three words in my in my vo- vocabulary. Those words being prayer, religion, and ministry, which immediately sounded kind of weird because yeah. it's like th- those words are very important. Yeah, yeah. But it was how I was framing those words in my in, in explaining my my thoughts about the world and society at large and people in general. Because really, what it was creating was this hierarchy in my brain. As I grow up, or as I grew up, um, these words kind of had different value attached to them, and it became overwhelming. For instance, something like prayer. Mm-hmm. 
whenever it comes to prayer, I, I'd be praying to God and I would try to hear his voice and I felt like it wasn't working. I wasn't connecting to him like other people would. And something Steve had mentioned in previous conversations was that I shouldn't view it as prayer. It should be communication. I should see the ebb and flow of God in the environments and social interactions and all these different things, how, how he works with the wind and how everything's designed and the beauty of that, the dynamics of relationships, things like that. That was one example of how I should check out the word prayer because I've kind of defined it in a, in a way that is uh, not exactly healthy, perhaps. Maybe a little detrimental to exactly. you personally. Yeah, and so just like prayer, words like ministry and religion um, have also been uh, painted in that way with, within my life. And so in a lot of ways, it's a part of control and how I try to, to take control of everything in my life. And oftentimes it's unintentional, you know, mm -hmm. it's, it's something that it's just how I, how I work and it causes a lot of stress and anxiety. And it, it, a lot of it is just, uh, it's a very structured kind of thing. Whenever, whenever it comes to Christianity, it's, it's a relationship. That's something we've talked about and that's yeah. something we're trying to focus on. And I remember before this program, I get so hung up on, on looking at the world and seeing the hypocrisy of so many things. I get frustrated. I see the hypocrisy within myself. And creating those barriers made it so much harder to be invested and to believe. And so in a lot of ways, it's about breaking those things down and and just understanding things on a more personal and organic level. It's wow. about that relationship. And that, that's, that's, it's like, yeah. that's hard to do. I mean, it's yeah. going to be a lifelong thing. I, another thing I've been learning is I can't expect immediate change. Um, I'm going to have to roll with the punches. It's going to be really difficult. But I feel like I have... I have the right tools to to be able to observe and recognize new things about my life and how I can process them better and how I can make deeper connections with people. Because of Christ. Exactly. Yeah. And not because of prayer, not because of religion, mm -hmm. not because of ministry, but because of Christ. Not saying that those things are bad. Not at all. Yeah. Yeah. But for you, they had become maybe... Uh, some sort of unobtainable goal that maybe, I, I don't know, like when you told me that, I'm like, did you think that it was that you weren't worthy of tapping into those things for whatever reason? Yeah, it it's kind of like um, what, it, what initially started that conversation I had with Steve and Drew is that I said I was a little bummed and I was looking for some sort of encouragement or motivation to read the Bible more because this past week mm -hmm. I felt like I hadn't been doing that enough, but it, it had been a good week. So what's up with that? You know? Yes. But Steve, he had the perfect segue because we were talking about food and, um, you know, healthy eating, yeah, healthy, yeah. your body's a temple. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he was telling me, he, he asked me, he was like, do you ever eat vegetables for breakfast? I'm like, no. Well, sometimes for lunch and dinner. And I'm like, yeah. He's like, well, you got to view the Bible in that way. You know, you can't have it every single meal. You know, you shouldn't be hard on yourself for not having vegetables for breakfast. Yeah. And um, that's a beautiful, beautiful way of putting it, you know. I yeah. Mean, what a great segue. Yeah. Right. To to tap into those things that were bothering you. Right. Or that were bumming you out. And despite the fact that it was a good week. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I feel like every time I, I speak with them, they're able to expose these trains of thought that I have that are are very detrimental and and uh, they make things so much more complicated. They, they 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 bring a lot of chaos to my mind and the thoughts, not not your mentors. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, did it sound like? <laughs> anyways, anyways. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's all about nurturing a better mind mindset and incorporating Christ into all of that. So this, to me, this touches on the importance of community. So we live in community here with other people in approximately our same age. And then you have the host couple, and then we intentionally have everyone paired up with mentors and are kind of working through what that looks like. And because, like, in Christ, we are called to live in community, for th- not in isolation. And so... For some people, um, it's easier to go straight into thought loops in their heads about, for very introspective people, about, you know, analyzing what's going on or why people are the way they are or why I am the way I am, but to live in community and bounce those things off of other people that are believers also and believe in you, Josh, and who you are in Christ and can kind of point those out, like, that, that is... That is what discipleship is. I agree. Yeah, living in community. It's that's that's one of the most valuable things I've learned while being here. Um, that that angle of community and how we can use that because it's it's not easy. I mean, it's true. Still <laughs> trying hard. With yeah, it. trying to trying to cultivate it here at the Gap has been really difficult, but it's also been equally fruitful. And I've had some amazing conversations with people and. Um, I can. I already imagine God is he's smiling because he's like, I, I, I want to see how you work through this, and he's encouraging us. Yeah, he's and encouraging it, you. Like he's saying, "Well yeah. done, Joshua." Yeah, yeah. It's a. It's been a very meditative time. It's been good. Good, good. I always thought isolation was, was saying that was a good thing, but. I think there's a difference between solitude and isolation. A hundred percent. That's that's what I've been learning. There's, there's a difference between isolation and solitude and loneliness and solitude. Those are, mm-hmm. those are different things. Um, okay, so we are mid-October. In about four weeks, we'll be heading um, for a quick trip home for Thanksgiving, and then we'll come back, and it'll be the downhill slide whenever we get back to the gap, and that's probably the next time we'll connect is uh, after Thanksgiving, before Christmas. Sounds good. Uh, I'm so glad you were here today um, to share like wisdom that some people never get in their whole entire life. Um, and I think it's really cool that you forged these relationships with two mentors that are slightly older and then a lot older than you on Zoom mm. or whatever it was, however y'all met. It was face to face, right? Yeah, uh, we yeah we did um FaceTime or team or FaceTime, whatever. Yeah, but um, I think that's really cool that you've been able to go deep in a relationship with people that way. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're vulnerable. It's always fun to talk with you. Um, thank you. The depth of your just introspection is uh, challenging to other people. Uh, even 50-plus-year-old people, and I love it. I'm glad you're here. 
I want to thank you for giving me the opportunity. And um, I, I feel really blessed to oh, be here. Life is crazy. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Until next time. Hey, thanks for listening. If you would like to talk to one of us at The Gap, you can reach us at info at leanintothegap.org. We are a 501c3 organization and exist through donations from people and organizations that have a passion for the rising generation.